Okay, what is up everybody? It is the Oracle at Mushin here. I'm going to do a uh, reading for the new year for the collective by month. And I'm also going to do a quarterly Oracle card for you and top it off with a uh, quintessence card for the whole year. And if you want more information on your specific sign in the upcoming year, there's videos for that as well. So we got a lot of ground to cover, so I'm going to jump right into it. While I'm shuffling the Oracle cards super quick, I'm just going to say like this video, subscribe to the channel, um, check out the description below. You can order a personal reading or just donate um, for this if you like, but get a personal reading, get a little something, something for it. Okay, so the very first Oracle card for quarter one, which is January, February, March. It is modesty, moderation, humility, keep it simple, lack of pretension, self-respect, sincerity, and respectability. So try to keep a modest approach to everything in the uh, first quarter of this new year, and good things will, will blossom from that. Now I'm going to shuffle the... Uh, tarot cards for you and we'll go through that super quick we'll also see how modesty relates to these various elements within these cards but uh, if you focus on modesty for the first quarter you're probably going to find a lot more peace in your life we will see what comes up now so we'll do one more little crossover there and then we will start with january so January, you have balance. Now, personally, I don't like the word balance, um, but I was reading something today, actually, and uh, I want to say it was um, Tao Every Day or something like that, and they were talking about how the master is able to cultivate balance by not kind of putting too much force, but by uh, light, subtle shifts and things, and that's the best way to achieve balance. So if you kind of focus on what little subtle shifts you can make at the beginning of the year and kind of refine this concept you might be better off for the whole year and honestly balance ties in with modesty in a, in a um, big way because if you make modest changes uh, without trying to swing one way or the other too much just gradual um, subtle changes in your life big things will come of it um, I talk about this in the philosophy of natural change on my other podcast, but it really is kind of about very um, powerful circumstances, like sudden shifts in big ways are often traumatic, but these small incremental changes are um, normally more uplifting and sustainable. So we will move on to February. Okay. And you have the three of arrows. So arrows in this deck is relative to swords in traditional tarot. And this is the three of swords, which is kind of the heartache card. Um, and it says jealousy. So I would say that in this, modesty in regards to jealousy is kind of about uh, having a realistic perception of situations. And a lot of jealousy stems from um, low self-esteem more than anything and if they're if you're engaging with people who are conscious constantly creating jealousy like or uh triggering your jealousy i should say because they're not creating it you're participating in it then the low self-esteem is what's keeping you in that circumstance also arrows um 
they're a symbol of mind. And if you look, the mind is what's disrupting the heart and it's kind of bursting into flames. So flames are a symbol of creativity. So your thoughts are creating the pain in your heart. And I think when people begin to understand that their heartache isn't relative so much to the people that they're that they're hurting for, but the thoughts that they've created about this person and kind of the own their own story that they've cultivated, um, they're able to free themselves up more. So in the month of January, there's, there's going to be some heartache, uh, or February rather, uh, which is unfortunate because of Valentine's Day. And I would say that this isn't cr across the board, and it doesn't even have to be romantic love. Um, your heart can ache for lots of other reasons, and there can be jealousy for lots of other reasons, and your mind can impact your feelings for a lot of other reasons. So for February, the message there kind of is see how your thoughts are impacting your emotions and try to um, find a more central point by cultivating some modesty um, by trying to find that center point. So now we will move on to March. And it's interesting, you have the seven of arrows and it is insecurity. So green is relative to the heart chakra. Heart chakra is relative uh, to kind of love, compassion, connection. So it's interesting because it kind of echoes this even further. Um, and again, it's these thoughts impacting this robe of the heart that they're wearing. So it's really this loss of self and jealousy and insecurity are uh, intrinsically linked too because if we're jealous, it can cause feelings of insecurity for a long time. So if we kind of nip the uh, jealousy in the bud, we still might be feeling insecure. The best way to deal with insecurity is really evaluate yourself, um, get in tune with yourself on a deep level. But then also, like some of these things aren't stuff to avoid, there's stuff to confront there's this approach kind of in a um, new age circle sometimes that we need to uh, like be ostriches and bury our heads in the sand because we don't want to deal with reality and that doesn't serve anybody it can actually hurt you way more because if you're not being conscious of kind of the darker elements of you they gain control if you're not aware of your shadow your shadow still functions it's just doing it behind the scenes um so for the first quarter it really is to achieve some balance, look at these things, the insecurity and the jealousy, um, and temper all of that with some modesty. And if you make modest changes to how you feel about relationships and your own personal security, you will actually go back to this center point of balance. So I'm gonna set these aside for now. I'm gonna need them later for the quintessence card. Um, and I won't subject you to me adding that up when I do it. And we will go back here. And again, I would say uh, check out the description below and leave a tip, book a reading, um, anything fun like that. Check out my blog. So you have revolution for the uh, second quarter. Let me see what this one here says. Transformation, a radical change, giving up the old way for the new, a quantum leap. So it's kind of interesting how I talked about maybe not wanting to make these drastic shifts because it can be destabilizing. And in this, it's kind of saying that that's going to occur as a natural process. So one of the things, if we're ending an insecurity in March, and uh, the thing about insecurity is 
it can lead to a deeper sense of self. Like all of our unpleasant emotions and unpleasant feelings that we might get from circumstances can lead to better stuff if we lose our addiction or attachment to them. So we are going to move into April and we have the wheel. And the wheel is all about kind of the cyclical nature of things. And it's also kind of about seeing things in a larger cycle. So tying that into the previous month of balance, um, jealousy, and insecurity, the wheel of that is when we feel those things, we can be certain that if we cultivate the right attitude, that we're going to be on the other side of it before long. Everything is this giant cyclical thing, and we can get better experiences. It's just a matter of how we kind of program reality by our thoughts and by our choices and by our actions. So the wheel is really calling you to start a new cycle, start the cycle in a more uplifting way. Um, we're familiar with like, help, my life is spinning out of control, but we forget that your life can spin into control. It's just a matter of shifting your energy and shifting your focus and uh, building something. And actually on this wheel card, it shows this uh, symbol of spirit being put on this shirt that's on a loom. So it's largely about creating. Um, if you're not conscious of it, kind of like I mentioned about the shadow, if you're not conscious of your cycles, your cycles are creating you. And if you're consciously creating your cycles, you're developing your outside reality. So that's something that you really want to bring in in April. And April is, uh, March, April really is kind of this transient point between winter and spring. And spring is all about the beginning of a new cycle. So the wheel card coming up there is great, especially when you attach it with revolution. There's like this phoenix bursting out. Um, so again, it's this rebirth, this re-energizing, this revitalizing essence that's being born there. And then we have May. So we're transitioning into the fool in May. Um, and the fool is really kind of about, it's called the wanderer in this deck. It's about going on a journey um, and kind of being empty, letting the experience of that you've kind of lived go in a sense, like not losing the lessons of it, but not being so emotionally attached to it that it hinders you. And if you look, they're stepping out on this rainbow. So the rainbow kind of reflects all of the uh, elements of the chakras, all the colors of the chakras rather. They're, they're all uh, reflected, maybe not in this particular one, but you have the purple of the uh, crown, the uh, indigo kind of, of third eye, light blue of throat, green of heart, yellow of uh, navel, orange of sacral, red for root. And those are a very, very deep symbol for uh, countless reasons. But one of the things about this here is this person is stepping out on this rainbow bridge over this misty chasm. Um, so when we're starting these new cycles, we are largely stepping out on faith. And then once we've cultivated uh, enough experience with our faith, we then have belief. And then once we kind of have enough experience with belief, we cultivate knowing. So in this stage here in May, you're going to be um, going on this new journey where you're testing your faith more, even if you've cultivated it. Um, so be prepared for that. And it's really good. And again, the revolution comes up where it's when you go on this journey, 
in May, whether it's internal, external, it's going to change your paradigm. It is the paradigm shift you've been waiting for. So if uh, you're wondering when it's gonna happen, give it some time, use modesty and patience to kind of ride out those other elements and then be prepared to spring forth with the wheel and the wanderer. And then finally, we have June for this and it says transition, six of arrows. So there's kind of this little bit of um, duality going on between the wanderer and the six of arrows because the wanderer is kind of like this positive um, testing the potential of things and six of arrows transition is kind of you're in the middle of this journey and you're not quite too sure yet um, and there's kind of this overcast and the moon is in, in the uh, background so the moon is about these illuminating circumstances in the dark which is kind of dissolving illusion so you're kind of losing your illusion about what it takes to get to where you want to go and you understand that maybe your journey is a little bit more intense than you anticipated but there's also this revolution in there Les Brown the motivational speaker talks about how um, sometimes when you're on your way to your dream all of the experiences that you encounter along the way actually help you cultivate such a deep sense of, of being and uh, such a, a depth of character that say that you never reach your ultimate goal you can tr like transition like the name of this card and go anywhere that you want and also the transition between taking that leap of faith and then landing into what you want um, there is this kind of darkness there is this insecurity but the main point of it is is to keep going despite what your rational mind may be telling you. So I'm gonna kind of uh, condense these real quick. But the main concept of that second quarter is be prepared for a new cycle, get ready for the journey, and understand once you're on that journey. It might take a little bit more time and it might be more trying than you think, but things don't occur on our timeline, they occur on the timeline of the universe or higher power or whatever you need to call it. So now we're transitioning to the third quarter and it says treading, conduct, self-awareness, proceed with caution and sensitivity, correct behavior, act responsibly. So this card here is kind of calling to light that in the third quarter, now that we're on this um, journey and this person kind of is still traveling, the moon's still up, that we have to be aware of how we're presenting ourselves how we're presenting kind of the lessons that we're learning along this way and how we're showing up to life uh, and we need to be mindful of the steps that we're taking so when we begin on a journey the path is kind of wider but the further that we move along in my personal experience the more the path narrows and although we might have a broader um, base of peers the further along we go there's also this narrowing of uh, people that get it in some ways. And you have to be mindful of the steps that you take. So that's going to be kicked off with July. In July, we have the mirror. This is a time of deep reflection, reflecting upon what has come up for us, reflecting upon where we've been in this past year. Um, this is kind of like the center point of the year end of end of june beginning of july and also looking at this uh 
tying it with transition, looking at where we were when we started the journey and looking at where we are um, at this point of our journey and really understanding things on a deeper level. The other element of this card is there's water in it. So the water here is relative to emotions and this siren is kind of calling us to look at our emotions, kind of dragging us down into our emotions because there's kind of this aquatic side to her. Um, and it's about being comfortable in our emotions but not drowning in them. Also, that's further reflected in the heron. Um, when I see like a heron or a crane as represented in that card, I view it as something that's uh, capable of navigating their emotions in a very balanced way. And that's a good sign, like looking at ourselves clearly and getting this depth of understanding, but still treading mindfully um, as we look at ourselves and getting this honest, deep look at ourselves. Then we move to August. In August, we have the Ace of Arrows, the Breath of Life. So arrows, again, are relative to swords in traditional tarot. Swords in traditional tarot are relative to air or the mind. So Breath of Life indicates that in August, there's kind, kind of going to be this revitalization of um, idea, kind of like a, a, another paradigm shift of mind, like this huge transition this huge clicking point within us um, and being ready for that to come but the thing about that coupled with treading in that third quarter is kind of being mindful to not uh, get so carried away by our thoughts that we create an, a displeasing set of circumstances we need to kind of re reflect back to uh, the first quarter and apply that modesty to it and um, really get comfortable with that. And when we apply modesty with this revolution, we are going to be treading carefully so we can make the appropriate choices. And then when you tie in this um, change of mind with the mirror, so this change of, of thought, of perception is going to come from self-reflection. So it's going to give us a better way to kind of change our wheel, like I had mentioned earlier on in the reading and set us up again for a more pleasant set of circumstances. So be prepared for that come August. Then we move to September. You have the Four of Stones, protection. So this is kind of when things are be going to be um, maybe moving more towards a, a more slower point, stilling down, uh, slowing down, getting into this more uh, hibernative state. And it's important that we move carefully towards protecting ourselves because sometimes we can create so many barriers and walls in our lives that we actually end up suffocating kind of the breath of life that's reflected there. So we need to prepare for these, uh, these seasons that might be a little bit harder to thrive in, but also leave enough space to where there's still movement in our lives. As you notice here, there's these stones, but the wind can still pass through it. So part of having an open mind is kind of having these edifices erected, but still being able to allow new ideas to flow through and see what sticks. There's some green in that card too, which is relative to the heart. There's this blue up here, which is relative to the mind, like 
understanding that you can maintain some thoughts and keep an open mind. And then there's like this orangish color there, which is kind of your creativity and sexuality. Um, understanding that you need to protect that in a way too. And you do that um, by not investing in people that are unhealthy for you. And then also by uh, just making sure that you're consciously creating and not being overly critical. It's, uh, it's a deep thing that we have to do, but you have the ability to do it. It's just, again, moving through it carefully, mindfully, and um, with vigilance and diligence. And before I do this last set and then do the quintessence card again, I just want to remind you to like this video, subscribe to my channel. I want to break a thousand subs this year with this channel, hopefully sooner than the end of next year, hopefully within a month or two, break a thousand subs. Um, and that's all on you guys. I provide high quality videos and you dig it. Um, go ahead with it. Also comment, ask me some questions. And if I feel compelled to, I'll answer them in the upcoming videos. Check out my other stuff below. Check out the podcast version of this, tarot cast, tarot to go. Get involved. Like This can be a lot uh, more inclusive, but you have to include yourself. So is life. We're going to transition these over here now and come into the fourth quarter. And the card for the fourth quarter is Deliverance. And it says, release, relief, a fresh approach, liberation from obstruction, finding a solution, exhilaration. So this is interesting because I was kind of expecting it to be a different card. And that just goes to show you that uh, sometimes things can be different than we assume they are. So this is kind of this tension and release of treading. Like there's been... Uh, a lot of dynamics in, in the cards. So we had modesty, revolution, moving carefully, and then there's this deliverance where the, there's this big expenditure of energy and this big opening up that's come. So we protected ourselves here, but also we're kind of, by being mindful and creating this protection, we're released of the burden of having to worry um, because we know that we're safe. And to me, this, this kind of speaks to the, the Gordon White sense of understanding that we're invincible and not invincible in the sense of the material body, but on this soul level and realizing that there's choices that we can make that um, safeguard us. So then that reflects, goes back to self-awareness and um, shifting our mind. And then there's protection in, in that. And then there's a great freedom or deliverance or like relief and knowing that we can kind of take some risks. And at the end of the day, most of the things that we worry about aren't that serious. And that's going to be exposing itself in kind of October, November, December of next year. It's this falling away and death of um, worry in some ways and knowing that it's going to be okay if you've navigated these other obstacles throughout the year in a mindful and intelligent way. Because... I'm going to say this, then I'll get to the reading, because tarot is more about presenting you with um, the ability to make better choices than it is about determining uh, the future. Like, I don't have this fatalistic approach to tarot reading where this is definitively what's going to happen. It says, if you do this or if you focus on this, then you can be better um, positioned to make choices which are more fulfilling for you or more likely to um, give you experiences that you might like more so 
So we have the seven of bows that comes up and that is clearance. Um, so that's coming up in October and it's kind of clearing the way for new things to come. Um, as you can see there, there's this fire and there's kind of this smoke pouring off of it. Again, fire is about creativity. So this creativity on the horizon is being allowed to exist because of clearance and kind of tying in with the open mind thing. When you, when you build a fire, you have to have enough kind of space for things to take root um, or for oxygen to flow in rather for it to begin to build the fire. So when you kind of have this protection, but there's still space for oxygen to get through, it's much like this. So when we have an open mind and we kind of hold fast to certain ideas that we really resonate with, but we kind of allow them to be impacted by the external environment, sometimes that's going to be where this big spark and the breath of life takes place. Um, and it's this could kind of be seeing the smoke before we have this big fire and getting to the, the root of how clear that we are from, from the previous months of everything. Um, and just being ready for that, that shift. And if I'm not mistaken in this deck, um, bows is relative to wands in traditional tarot. Wands are fire. And that is about creativity, as I had mentioned. The other thing of this is clearance. If you look at it, there's this deeply rooted tree there. And for me, the more we kind of expand and root and grow, the more clearance we have to um, be stable and kind of branch out quite literally and make different choices. So that's a very good thing. And one last uh, metaphor from this card if you have this big tree growing, it needs to have clearance in order to be able to grow. So sometimes some of the destruction that we face in life is kind of like this uh, fire clearing the way for other things to take shape. And you have this empty plane here, this rain, um, and it's creating that, in my, in my mind at least. Now we transition to November, and you have the three of stones, creativity. If I'm not mistaken, stones in this is relative to pentacles. Pentacles is relative to uh, material, earth, and all of that kind of stuff, material possession. Uh, and tying in with the fire here, um, it's kind of saying that this fire, this creativity is going to be grounded in your reality. This woman has these uh, roots coming out of her feet as well. Like she is literally rooted in her creativity here and she's being birthed from the earth as well. And then there's this like Stonehenge symbol there kind of of like creating being this religious um, ritual and not religious, I shouldn't say that, spiritual ritual, but then also looking at how... Uh, the green is kind of encompassing lots of elements there. How much the heart is infused in that creativity and how much more stable it makes that creativity. So that clearance allows some of that creativity to take shape. And there's still this openness here for uh, new ideas to blow in. Very, very beautiful card. And deliverance tying into that is all of um, this openness, all of this stuff is creating. And it's also the manifestation of kind of what you've wanted to infuse in your year. And if you haven't already, um, I'm going to suggest that you make uh, one or pick one or two words 
that you want to instill in your life rather than picking these lofty resolutions and, and things like that. Um, for me, my words actually are root and expand. So it's interesting to see that this card came up here and that the expansion is there as well. Um, I just find that to be a better process personally. Do whatever suits you though. And then we will close it out with December. Oh man, and we have the Guardian. So deliverance in regards to the Guardian, and it's interesting because it kind of ties in with the stones here. Um, on my personal journey, this is the devil card in traditional tarot as well, which is uh, relative to like addiction and uh, unhealthy attachment and all of this stuff. So to me, what this is representing is in order to move forward into 2020, we're going to have to face kind of our addictions, our unhealthy attachments, our all of the stuff that we haven't been. Um, it's all of the greatness of 2019 and all of the good things have led us to having to face some of our um, deepest, darkest fears at the end of it. You got to think of it like a, a boss battle before you move to the next level. Um, the other way that you can look at this too is that you're, that you're, uh, the skeletons in your closet are just that. They're just kind of bare bones. There's no flesh to them. They're kind of immaterial, kind of like this guardian, where it's just a skeleton and we're kind of animating it with our own intentions and our own beliefs and uh, misconceptions about it. So I'm gonna do the quintessence card for you now. Um, I wasn't gonna do it live, but I guess I will. Um, so let's see. So we have balance. Insecurity, jealousy. So I got to add these up real quick. And in case you don't know, a quintessence card is the numerological sum of the cards. We have 14, we have 7, we have 3. So that would be 24. Okay. And then we have 6, 0, and 10. So that's 16 plus 24. So that's 30. So we have 40. Then we have 12, 1, 4, so that would be 17, so that's 57. Then from 57, we will add 7, 3, so that's 67, 67 plus 15, so let's see. That's 77, that's 82. So we can reduce it down to 10 or one. And we'll get, we're gonna go with one, just because that's the most uh, direct, simplest version of it. So this is kind of the, uh, the principle of the whole next year. And we have one, the creative, and I'll read to you real quick what the creative says. The active yang principle, strength, tenacity, dynamism, inspiration, heaven, masculinity, authority, father. And if you look here, there's this kind of clarity of the uh, of that symbol and the yin yang. And that's saying we kind of can create stuff and it goes back to that balance. Um, it's kind of this unification of all things and seeing the yin yang as a total symbol, not the opposing sides. You have these two empty circles here, which is relative to the full and kind of being the cosmic egg. 
and this uh, ability to imprint or fill it up with whatever we want. There's this, all of these colors of the chakra here. The hand has these symbols of the universe, kind of saying the universe can imprint itself however we want. I want to say too that if you uh, don't like the father concept or the authority or the, the masculine um, male image that it's portraying, that's kind of something that needs to be healed up in some ways. I think that oftentimes in the new age culture, uh, male energy gets a bad a bad rap and I think that we do need to incorporate the female more obviously but we also need to get a less toxic view of masculinity um, talking so much about the toxic masculinity and not the positive elements of masculinity as a whole actually is detrimental and focusing on patriarchy being bad and how matriarchy is a solution is unhealthy too um, there's kind of there needs to be this interdependence of both of them upon each other in healthy balance and um, the creative is going to really say largely next year we can create what we want if we're willing to learn the lessons that we need to hear and i understand that that's uh very very basic but here's the thing most of this stuff should be basic if it's overly complex and if we're asking too many questions what we're really looking for is reassurance that we're unable to give ourselves because we haven't done the footwork that's required in all of these other cards um, so just as a recap for everything so first quarter you're going to need to be practicing some modesty as you go through balance and as you go through insecurity um, and jealousy. Um, it's not going to be pleasant. So let me say that again. So uh, balance was January, jealousy was February, and insecurity was March. Um, but yeah, you're going to be needing to practice modesty as you transition through those. Let me turn these this way so you can see them. Then for uh, second quarter of April, May, and June, you're going to be transitioning in this kind of revolutionary way as a direct result of practicing modesty um, in the previous quarter. It's going to, oh, let me move that one there too. I got that out all wonky. I moved the cards around and shuffled them up unintentionally. So we're going to be starting this new cycle in, uh, in April with the wheel and it's kind of the end of one cycle, the beginning of another kind of seeing the totality of things. And we have this option if we choose to, to create a new cycle or continue to live out the old one. If we choose the new one, we're going to be kind of on the wonder, on the good side of this new experience. Uh, if not, we're going to be on the wonder into in this negative side. So that's kind of really the linchpin of the year is going to be coming to you in uh, April really. And then if we make the wise choice and go on this new journey, we have this transition that's taking place, which might test our, our metal, so to speak, um, but it can lead to good horizons. Then we move to July, where we will be treading uh, stuff in the third quarter. And we're going to be treading through our own self-image, kind of reflecting deeply back upon ourselves and uh, what we've experienced overall then we are going to, as a direct result of treading through that, we're going to get this new attitude, a new outlook. It's going to be firmly rooted in the heart. Um, 
and our mind is going to be heart-centered and it's going to shift our paradigm, but we have to move carefully through that as well as a direct result of that kind of new, um, new idea. We're going to be establishing this deeper protection and security of our innocence in a large way. Then we are going to be moving to deliverance in that Gordon White sense of invincibility, understanding that we are, our souls are infinite, um, and there's a great liberation in that. That opens us up with clearance in the Seven of Bows, and that clearance is going to be this creative ability that can help us expand and root, much like my words for the year were. Um, as we transition, and that was in October, as we transition out of that in November, we are going to be firmly rooting ourselves in our creativity and deeply diving into our, our own nature. And our heart is going to be expanding. Then in December, we are going to be basically facing our deepest, darkest fears in lots of ways and recognizing that they are immaterial. Um, and that they are skeletons that can be easily pushed over. And again, the summary for the year is the creative. Keep that in mind as you go through the year. Um, we are going to be creating what we want. And if you don't like what you're seeing, you have yourself to blame for that. You're the director. If things come up that are displeasing, you have the option to accept them. If you don't want to accept them, you either need to make better choices or find a different environment. But the issue is wherever you go, there you are. So you got to create what you want in life. Love, light, and respect. Again, if you haven't already, drop a like, subscribe to this channel. Check out the other videos that I did, which are readings for each sign. Um, and Happy New Year, people. Come on, it's 2019. Make it a good one. Peace.